Have you ever wondered what a shelf sounds like? How about a lamp? Well, it might just be louder and better than you think. The new Wi-Fi enabled Symphonix speaker range from IKEA and Sonos is here. So now you can find out for yourself. Shop in store or at ikea.co.uk and fill your home with feeling. IKEA, the wonderful everyday. Quick, come on! They just came on now. Let's try to get closer to the stage. Sorry. Excuse me. You want to go on my shoulders? Yeah, that'd be unreal. Thanks. Wow. Three celebrates connections made by music this summer. Find out more at 3.ae forward slash music. It contains strong language, strong opinions, and strong beers. It is not meant for children or for those who think they are children. You know who you are. Welcome to episode 75 of Dumb All Over. Recording from the state that sounds as stupid as it really is, Pennsylvania, and the not-so-secret lair of New York, this is a progressive podcast with brash opinions on politics, religion, and pop culture. And we're always under the influence of craft beer. On today's episode, we will discuss the Anthony Kennedy retirement, a Supreme Court ruling on unions, uh, and a huge night for progressives, one in particular. Austin then tells us about the Glass-Steagall Act for this week's Bigly Topic. And finally, we listen to Coach Dave talk about what he loves the most, gay people and butt sex. (laughs) As always, I am Tom, and I am joined by the one and the only Austin. Yes, there is only one of me, so, well, until they figure out genetic cloning, then then I'm in trouble. (laughs) Um, no, I think we need more Austins in this world. That's actually really good because then I can get one Austin to do affirmative assessment. <laughs> I can do one Austin. <laughs> to, I'm just, I can get one Austin to do a lot of different things with audio. Yeah. It'll be great. I'm just afraid that yeah. the clones are going to be not as lazy as I am. <laughs> and then they're going to be in trouble. Uh, they probably will. They're socialists. We're all lazy. Okay, and, that's true. And, yeah. we, and, we, and we leech. Right. Yep. Right. Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez. Mm-hmm. Um, just look out for how the you doing, Austin? I'm doing good. <laughs> Good. Like, we have a lot that, to talk that is about. A very like a funny thing to just kind of say under like under your breath. Like, I look out for the gear. Watch out for the gear. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That is a really weird thing to say, Austin. Yeah. Eat the rich. Yeah. All right, let's do this. Yeah. Eat the, eat rich. the rich. Okay, yeah. let them eat cake. She said, <laughs> just like Marie Antoinette. Yeah. So I don't think Marie Antoinette actually said that. Uh how do you know? Were you there? <laughs> okay, <laughs> I like arguments from Ken Ham. I like it. There you, there you go. Uh, I'm not sure who that is. Uh, Seriously, anyway. the guy who built the Ark in Kentucky with oh that yeah, guy. Oh money. yeah, yeah. Oh yeah. How can you? Yeah, how can I forget him? That's that's yeah. his argument for people who go. Well, the Earth is like you know, billions of years old, not six thousand. He's like, how do you know? Were you oh. there? 
And I was like, no, I yeah, wasn't. I was. <laughs> I, we all we we all were. You know, we all were. Yeah. No, I'd be like, you know how I know? I asked Pat Robertson because he was. <laughs> <laughs> he gave me he gave me his ledger from that day. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> his personal ledger. Uh, you uh, got any craft beer with you today? I do. I do. I have. I'm very excited for this one. Okay. This is the okay. um, 23rd anniversary from Weyerbacher. I was actually there okay. at their 21st anniversary party. Mm-hmm. And uh, Oh, really? Yeah, a picture ended mm-hmm. up in the morning call. <laughs> Whoa! Oh, yeah. no. What for? <laughs> just was it a bad picture? No, no. Oh, okay. It wasn't like it wasn't like shirtless on the on the bar. Woo! Right? Not this time. <laughs> 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 and you know, pantsless, uh, but that's okay. <laughs> and pantsless, uh, yeah. of course, of course. Um, uh, so I actually have a fun game for you today. So I, Ooh, I poured the beer game. the twenty third okay. anniversary in my glass, and I'm curious to see if you can guess what that. kind of beer it is. So I'm holding Oof, it up to the camera. Uh, okay. Yep. So it's it's got like a red tint to it. So I want to say it's some sort of amber ale, but I don't I don't know. Is it is it a it's Weyerbacher. Mm-hmm. It's probably like 11% alcohol. It is 11. 1%, 11.1%. Okay. Man. God, that smells good. I'm just, I I, I, can't, I can't think of it, so I'm just going to say, is it a cider? <laughs> no. Weyerbacher does <laughs> 11.1%. No. I know they, I didn't think they did, All but right. that's kind of, that's why I went that way. Are you ready to have your mind blown? It's not a stout. It is. It's a golden stout. That's a stout? Yeah, with cascara, coffee, cocoa nibs, and a touch of mosaic hops. Okay, that sounds fucking amazing. <laughs> but it looks like this. It does, it's yeah. So that's really, well. Weird. Yeah, that is like weird. You, I've never seen a stout like no, that. No, and when you taste it, it tastes like a stout that would be pitch black. Like Really? Yeah. It doesn't look like I it know. at all. Weyerbacher is such a it weird really company. It really fucks with your brain, yeah. <laughs> So yeah. anyway, I'm excited. Well, it to looks have really that. good. Yeah, what do you got? Um, I have. I think it's from. What is it? Is it from Rogue? Is that the company? That is the company Rogue. Yes. Okay. And I have oh, wait, uh, I hazelnut. Go ahead. I was yeah, hazelnut brown nectar ale with natural hazelnut flavor. Uh, the ABV is kind of light. I really drank a little bit too much yesterday, so I'm mm. kind of relaxed. Like it's only five point six today. Yeah. There's a reason for it's that. Really, we'll light. get to that soon. Yes, it was a good day for celebration, but we will get to that at the end of uh, of all this madness. Right. So, but before we can do that, we shall do our symbolic cheer to kick off this episode. Right. Cheers to seventy five. Seventy five. Episode yeah. seventy five. Nice. nice. All right. Cheers. Nice. That yeah, was very well done. I am drinking this like a redneck, just straight out of the <laughs> bottle. No care. No. Bougie fucking drinking glass, literally out of the bottle, the whole thing. It's it's what what it's a pint. I got a pint of this shit. Ah, oh, just this is so good. This is so weird. It's like <laughs> it's like my brain and my taste buds have a disconnect. Right. It would be like it would be like eating pasta and tasting steak. <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck? All right. So give me give me an idea what it tastes like because I've never had okay, this one. Okay. So basically, it it tastes like a um, it, basically, it tastes like Sunday morning stout, but without the bourbon. Ooh. Yeah. Okay. Oh, okay. Without the bourbon. Yeah. Okay. Oh, then that must be fucking amazing. It is fucking amazing. 
Because, like, that's the one, like, I love the bourbony part of the Sunday morning stout, yeah. but sometimes it's a little, like, oh, sometimes if you're not much, in the mood for yeah. that strong bourbon. Yeah. yeah. So uh, this but is an option it, without it, yeah. Yeah. Ooh, and it's still that strong? Yeah. <laughs> that's, yeah that's crazy. Yeah, that's know. crazy. Uh, their goal is to just kill everybody, I'm pretty sure. Mm, well, they better hurry it's up, because sure. uh, I think um, oh, please. Justice Kennedy Listen. is going to beat them too. Oh, we're not there yet, Austin. All right. My beer <laughs> tastes really good, but now it's now it tastes bad because because now it's time it is time to enter the Trump report. Have I done a good job? Have I done a good job? Not at all. Probably the least of anybody you've ever met. There's nobody that understands the horror better than me. If Ivanka weren't my daughter, perhaps I'd be dating her. You know, Austin, I swear to God, I was looking forward to today's episode more than I have in months. Yeah, yeah, me, me too. And we'll get to why. Yeah. We'll get to why. But I, all day long, I'm at work, and I'm thinking to myself, self, what a great day. It's beautiful. <laughs> it's it, It's... It's so ha- everything's so good. I'm so happy. Nothing was going on on my phone. There was no news reports at all all day long, except for little bullshit things and a lot of things about the World Cup. All right, and then I'm driving home. I'm, now, I'm two hours away from doing the show with you, and we get this: Anthony Kennedy announces retirement from the Supreme Court. Well, good fucking job, America, because we are fucked. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Now, now it's time to go into total panic mode. This is where I just sit down for one extra second, and I'm just gonna drink, just gonna drink. And you know what? <laughs> and here's the part where I, where I have to sound like people I hate very much. <laughs> so, yeah. Just remember, you know, America, you've done this to me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, if Hillary Clinton were president, this would not be happening. <sighs> God, I know. And, and you know I what? And hate it. saying that. I hate it. <laughs> I know. <laughs> but we haven't true. said it many times, oddly enough. Yeah. Um, mm, okay. Yeah, so, I have to say, yeah. I've thought it many times. Yeah. Well, all right. So we have some. So we have some issues here. Okay. Let's just get right to the nitty gritty of this. Okay. Sure. Anthony uh, Justice Anthony Kennedy is uh, eighty-one years old, and he, said, he has uh, been. I era. Uh, I have been on the Supreme Court for too long. And yeah, now pretty it's much. Time to get off. <laughs> yeah, it's funny. I don't, I don't know think... what accent that is. It I sounds don't... like Morgan Freeman a little yes. bit. <laughs> <laughs> Kennedy has been on the high court since 1988. The Ronald Reagan appointee is known for his fre- yeah. frequent role, role as a swing vote uh, on five-four decisions in his Supreme Court <laughs> term. Kennedy sided with the court's conservative block in every one of the court's five-to-four decisions. So. <sighs> Why this is interesting is because he is one of those conservative judges who has kind of towed the line here and there. He hasn't always towed the line. He's been mostly conservative throughout his his, uh, his reign as a judicial member. However, there were times, and I believe one of them was with the marriage equality law, it or was. Bill, the law that was passed, where he was extremely helpful for that. And now he's gone. July 31st will be his last day on the bench. And normally, I wouldn't give a fuck. This would be a good day. This would be a fantastic day. But here's the other problem. 
now you have a chance. Now Trump has a chance <laughs> of putting in uh, a, another judge, but a more conservative judge who will not toe the line with the liberals and who will not help marriage equality and will most likely try to help overturn Roe versus Wade. I'm surprised it took you so long. I've been waiting for like 10 minutes for you to mention my name. <laughs> Yeah, well, this is definitely the Trump report, and there, and this is why this is a big concern. It's because who's he going to pick? Oh, I have so many, so many picks that I'm going to do. Mm-hmm. I'm going to pick yeah, at least one person. What's her mm-hmm. face from Fox News, the one that has her face pulled taut? I'll pick her. <laughs> oh, my God, yeah. <laughs> yeah, this is, where, this is where Bill O'Reilly's comeback comes in. Yeah. Bill, Bill O'Reilly will be the next judge. Oh, the yeah, next, that, uh, school court that, judge. Would, that would be very bad for the Me Too movement. I would move. <laughs> no, no, I would oh, move. Yeah. I would move to another country, like tomorrow. Hi, hello, welcome. And welcome to the No Spin Court. <laughs> I'm, <laughs> no spin I'm your court. Supreme Court Justice, Bill O'Reilly. <laughs> oh, my God. Fuck it, we'll vote it live! <laughs> <laughs> and the spin stops here. Now, go get me a falafel. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna rub it all over. Um, you. Gonna rub it all up and down. <laughs> oh, stop! Stop! Bad images. I don't need that. The funny thing is, no one needs to think that. The funny thing is, he doesn't know that he uh, he meant a loofah, mm-hmm. but he said falafel. I remember yeah. that. Yeah, he said falafel. Oh. That's a that's a pretty close. I think they're very similar. <laughs> Could what? you imagine? They're not. You, they're, no. they're not. No. no. <laughs> Is that what you mean, like washing yourself with a falafel? Yeah. Yeah, it's like, it's like the difference between washing yourself with a sponge or a taco. <laughs> <laughs> Who would use a sponge? If you have the option to wash yourself with a taco, you're washing yourself with a taco. Not in this country. <laughs> <laughs> no. I'm sorry. That, yeah. I don't let tacos come anywhere it. near me except that one oh weird picture God. I took in Trump Tower when I had oh that taco God. bowl. It was... <laughs> Muy, yeah. Muy Bueno. Uh, Muy, Muy Bueno. <laughs> Wasn't that on Cinco de Mayo that he said that, or he did that? Yes. <laughs> was that the very last dinner he had that wasn't McDonald's? I think so, yeah. I think so. Yeah. That's good. He had a heart attack. Oh, um, let's hope. With his departure, President Trump is likely to appoint a more reliably conservative judge who will swing the balance of the court further to the right. Among the key issues at stake... Uh, obviously, are uh, Roe versus Wade and marriage equality, like I said. With a conservative replacing Kennedy, anti-abortion activists are likely to shepherd a challenge uh, to that ruling up to the Supreme Court. And it's going to happen. Oh, yeah. It is going to happen. <clears throat> that's the one they're going to go after first, because that's the one that pisses them off the most. Yeah. Yep. Conservatives have long been preparing for Kennedy's departure from the court and have been eyeing potential replacements since last year. Speaking shortly after Kennedy's announcement, the president said his search for a nominee would begin immediately and that he will choose a new judge from the list of White House circulated the, that the White House circulated in November. So that means remember that November mm-hmm. where that was with Steve Bannon <laughs> and obviously Stephen Miller and and, and uh Sean Hannity, Alex Jones, all these guys probably have a say in who our next judge is going to be. Look. Just think right. about that for a second. Right. We, the first person oh, we, is Alex we, Jones? Are not, Hi, Alex. we are not going to put on the Supreme Court is Brian Stelter. I know, <laughs> Mr. President. I know what you're thinking. Stelter! <laughs> you wanted to put Brian Stelter, but he's not fooling me. Uh, he's not fooling me. I see, no. I see you, Stelter. I see you, your stupid little all eyes. All of a sudden... <laughs> 
Is this Liam Neeson? This is Liam Neeson. <laughs> Liam Neeson. Yeah. <laughs> uh, some sort of good news coming from 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 Mitch McConnell. He said we will vote to confirm Justice Kennedy's successor this fall. Mm. That's what Mitch McConnell said today, shortly after the announcement. What that means is oh, that that's interesting, if they man. can. In the yeah, fall. if they can de- if they can delay it long enough, the Democrats might be able to stop this, or at least put it on hold for a so, while. Okay, Democrats, you better be doing everything you fucking can. If 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 we weren't motivated to go and vote before, Democrats, liberals, independents better be motivated now. Yeah, but because the thing I is don't that think we we knew this would happen. And so it right. didn't motivate yeah. people the last time. So I don't know what the fuck. No, but, but it didn't happen at the time. And I think that's I know, really but it was important going to remember. Happen. We all knew it was going to happen. Yeah, but it didn't happen yet. But we knew at least I the one would happen. I think that's the difference. Yeah, but, we, but it didn't happen yet. <laughs> and, I, and I mean that that's definitely an important thing because if it did happen, I think it'd be a different situation. God, this country is so stupid. <laughs> it's, it's terrible. Now, l- Listen. Kennedy's been in, in uh, the Supreme Court since 1988. Mm, okay. Yeah. Let me let me uh, let me open up my calculator. We're gonna do that. Ready? I I know the math. By the way, I'm just you know, boom, 30 years. <laughs> so if he gets, he totally he <laughs> totally used that calculator. That was not like a dramatic pause. <laughs> you it really? was uh, wrong. No, you're wrong. It's okay to be wrong. <laughs> um, so 30 years. <laughs> It means that if we get another judge who's similar age to uh, Kennedy when he when he was appointed, we will have that Supreme Court member until we're almost sixty. Oh, I know, I know. That's the rest of my life because yeah. I'm probably not making it that far. <laughs> so <laughs> this is an extremely important decision, is what I'm trying to fucking say. <clears throat> yeah, no, I agree. I agree. What do you think, Austin? Is that is there any hope that we're going to be able to delay this? Are the Democrats going to delay this, or are we going to have a new Supreme Court uh, member before November sixth? What do you think? Oh, that is a good question. Okay, so let's look at the numbers. So right now, <clears throat> if I'm not mistaken, the Democrats have what forty? What was it forty nine? That caucus uh, with them? I think so. In the Senate. The Republicans have 51 seats. The Democrats have 47, plus the two independents who caucus with the Democrats, which effectively makes it 49. Now, remember, the Republicans are minus one John McCain. That brings them down to 50. They are. Exactly. Now, if they lose Flake, who is threatening to hold uh, the judiciary nominees hostage, that brings us down to 49. So now we're at a forty-nine, forty-nine tie. Okay, now you look at a which guy, would still they would still get their person through though with a forty-nine, forty-nine tie, right? Because of the tiebreaker, exactly. So you need one more senator mm-hmm. to say no to whoever he proposes. I, I, I would be a sh- I would be so shocked if we don't have one more Republican who's going to say no. Well, basically, it would need to be. Um, who could it be? Who could it well, be? Well, I, I will tell you one person who might do it because he is going to be in Washington soon. Unless you're talking about right now. Are you talking about right now people? Right now people, yes. Um, Bob Corker. Bob Corker could. Yeah, that's true. Bob Corker definitely could. It's, it's going to be close. It'll be close. 
And then there's the other unfortunate part too, Austin, that we're not really thinking about. The Democrats don't actually have 47 because you have Heidi Heitkamp and you have what's his face from West Virginia. Mansion, yeah, but I think Mansion. I think they'll they'll hold on this one. I don't know. Now I'm not as confident because I, I'm looking through the list of all these guys and I'm like, well, the Republicans, Dean Heller, I know definitely has some things against Donald Trump. He might be one, but it's going to be close. It's not going to be an easy thing. It, 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 you know, there's a, there's always the wild card. Jeez. What? Rand Paul. Mm. He always Rand Paul has done that several times. Yep, nah. he definitely does. So it'll be interesting to see. Uh, there's only time mm-hmm. will tell, but this is something I want everybody to remember that if they don't if they don't go out and make a difference, because if we do somehow hold it off until November sixth, everything can change. Everything can change. Oh, yeah. yeah. So so we'll see where this that, goes. Like, but like if you if you can block a nominee from August, which is because he's going to retire the last day of July. Right. So if you can hold off a nominee from August until November, that means that any case that comes before them is going to be a four-four split, right? Yeah, which, which could means be that good. Effectively, and nothing. It'll be good because right now the only decisions that are going to come out are bad. Yeah, yeah, you're not wrong. So if there's no decision, that's much better. Yeah, yeah that'll be that'll be interesting to see. Ah oh, man, there's never a dull day in this administration or this country. There's never yeah. a dull day. No. Never a dull day. Um, so that would be... Well, yeah, so. while we're on the topic of the Supreme Court, let's talk about a ruling that they just had today. Um, while we're recording on Wednesday, this was like short... This is like right before the announcement of uh, Kennedy's uh, retirement. Uh, Mitch McConnell just weakened unions and the Democratic Party. This is a, a post from the Huffington Post. The Supreme Court ruled 5 to 4 on Wednesday that public sector workers who are represented represented oh my god the Sup- representative the supreme court ruled 5 to 4 on Wednesday that public sector workers who are who are represented by labor unions cannot be required to pay any dues handed down by the court's conservative majority the decision uh, upends a 40 year old uh, precedent and will go down as one of the most consequential rulings on labor law in decades. Uh, this, it, you knew you knew about this going into today, while well, going into this uh, the recording. What do you think about this, Austin? Uh, it's it's exactly what Republicans wanted. Yeah, I know. And yeah, basically they're getting everything they want. Yeah. I mean, it's horrible for unions. Yeah. It's horrible for working people. Yes, it is. Yeah. It's, uh, but, you know, this is what happens. This is what happens. Elections have consequences. Yeah, they do. The, and this is it. The ruling is, uh, well, the court case is called Janus versus AFSCME Council 31. Uh, and they, the Huffington Post says it is much more than just an employment case. By financially weakening organ, organized labor, a pillar of the Democratic Party, the decision affects the political system at large. Like other recent decisions related to voting rights, it will help determine who gets elected to office and who determines all kinds of policy from the White House down to state houses from coast to coast. So it, it almost seems like it's, it's a retaliation to the fact that the Democrats are going to have power coming up. And maybe, maybe, I, don't maybe know. I just think this this is a thing they've always wanted. They have. Republicans, they've always yeah. wanted to weaken unions, and that's what they're doing. They have. <clears throat> they're going to weaken them, and you know that's what they love because they are so fucking greedy. Yeah, and and this actually plays into what we were just talking about 
you know, Kennedy was a part of this ruling. And what was the ruling? Five to four. So it's not like he's a liberal. Yeah. We're not losing a liberal judge. We're just replacing another conservative judge with a more conservative judge. Um, yeah. So it's going to move further to the right. Further all. to the right. But it's already a right wing judicial system. So if anybody thinks yeah, that it's not, you got to really look at who who's in who who's in power. Uh, and this was another one that uh, it's a questionable it's a questionable decision. Oh, it's horrible. But it's what you expect when you have a conservative judicial system. Yeah. And the crazy thing, that's not even the worst decision they've made so far this week. No, it's not. It really isn't. This is just the most recent. <laughs> that's what it is. Yeah. It's the most recent. I mean, the worst decision they've made this week by far is to uphold the travel ban. Yeah, that was Muslim you know what? That ban. was another one that we could we could be easily be talking about. Uh, it's it's again, and, yeah. I, it's targeting predominantly Muslim countries. I mean, it's it's hor is what they've done is horrible. Yeah. I mean, it's unbelievable. Well, that they you can't. I don't know how this could possibly be constitutional. I you know what? I don't know. I don't know. I, all I know is. Um, don't expect anything to change with this court. No, you know this no, is. It's not going. We no, know it's what, only going to get worse. Yeah. If, yeah, if Trump gets his pick on there, it's only yeah. going to get worse. We we know what their stances are. This is uh, this, this administration is one hundred percent pro America first. Grow <laughs> grow America first. Don't worry about the other people. And yeah, that's kind of that's kind of what's going on right now. It's 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 just a weird it's a weird situation to be in. And now with the news that Kennedy's retiring, now you got to worry about what else is going to be presented to them. And if Trump's pick does come in, what the fuck yeah. are they going to vote next? You know, I mean, women's votes, yeah. women's rights, gay rights, a well, lot women's of, rights. I think are the first thing they're going to go after. Yeah, one hundred percent. Women can't have power yeah. to the Republicans. They've they've been wanting to overturn Roe v. Wade forever. since it happened. Yeah, forever. Yeah, and they might they might do it. It's not it's not like fear mongering. They just might do it. You've got to be. Oh realistic. no, they'll be. Yeah, if he gets his pick on there, he'll be able to do it. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And now unions are hurt. Uh, I mean, mm-hmm. for a, for a, a party that people well their voters think are helping the the middle class how do you, how do you see that but they don't they don't actually think that i think a lot of them do and i think that's part no. of the problem i think i think they think their party is the one that's going to make america white again and that's what they're really interested in well when it comes to that's this it. you even when it comes they're to interested. this particular case well look they're interested in, first of all they're interested in making sure that you know they prevent white genocide, whatever that is. Yeah, I don't know what the fuck it is. In, they're interested in making sure that women can't have, uh, you know, Rights. control of their own yeah. bodies. Yeah. yeah, And those two things, and then, you know, to make sure gays can't marry. Yeah. That's, uh, you know, it's, that's, fu- that's, it's those are their three things. <laughs> it's always so funny to me that when, when, when Republicans that I, uh, that I speak to in the real world are like, oh, I'm Republican because I'm for small government. You're for small government, yet your party wants to say what people can do with their with with their lives. Yeah, yeah, you can't have an abortion. You can't marry your own sex. Like, oh, but you're for small government, nah. the the government that nah. doesn't get involved in people's lives, right? No, it's just, they're for a theocratic government. That's what they're yeah, for. Yeah, it makes no sense. And this is just another. Nah. This is another case where it's like. Let's uh let's let's weaken the middle class even more and eventually make the rich richer. That's what's going to happen yeah. and that's all the yeah. Republicans care about. Yep. I know. So, we've we've covered two and three actually. Uh pretty pretty upsetting stories. Are you ready for the for the good news? 
Yes, please, please, please get to this one. This, this is, is the one I've been waiting this for. This is what we were... I wanted this whole episode to be about this until all this <laughs> bullshit fucking happened in, in, in between. Let's actually not start off with New York. So last night... Uh, listen, relax. Okay. So last night right. we had um, the uh, Tuesday primaries. And let's mm-hmm. see, one, two, three, four, five, six states had their elections. Colorado, Mississippi, uh-huh. New York, Oklahoma, uh, South Carolina, and Utah. In Utah, the only notable race there was Mitt Romney. Mitt Romney yep, won seventy. Mithafred Romney. Yep, he yep. Uh, he won seventy five percent of his vote, and he will be a senator come November. That's he will be in the Senate in November. So just yeah. in case you didn't pay attention to that, Mitt Romney's coming back. <laughs> He's actually going to make senator laws Romney. this time. Yeah. yeah. Um. Now let's go to Maryland. Okay. Actually, seven states. Yeah, seven states had their primaries. Excuse me. Um, in Maryland, oh. governor, the gubernatorial races were were happening yesterday. <laughs> the gubernatorial it's races. Go- yeah. yeah, it's goob. I, I never understood goob. <laughs> what is it? Nah, it must stem from goober. Something. The goober races. <laughs> uh, and a uh, progressive <laughs> Democrat named Ben Jealous um, won his race bigly. Bigly, bigly, yes. Austin. He won two hundred and twenty thousand votes. His uh, yes. the second place was one hundred and sixty one thousand. He he crushed his opponents. <sighs> this is so exciting. It is, and and there's a very 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 good chance that Ben Jealous is going to be the next governor of Maryland, and he oh, is yeah. and yeah. he's a progressive governor. He's not a Dem- he's not just a Democrat. He's pretty much a Democratic socialist. Yeah. Okay, that was fun. Come on. <laughs> So that's it. On, that's all. Like, that's the biggest no, news to happen. No, Tom. Get to the good story. Come on. What is it? That, on, there's more? more? There is so much more. Oh, in New York. In New York, yes. Where Carolyn Maloney won her race over... No? Okay, very nice. No, okay. not that one. Come Max on. Rose won in the mm-hmm. uh, 11th that's, district. Frankly, it's, that sounds like a made-up name. <laughs> um... <laughs> Oh, oh, this one. Elliot Engel won uh, his race in the 16th district, and uh, Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez won her in the district 14. <laughs> yes! Yes! Oh, my God. Yes, she did. Awesome. She won. It I'm, was amazing. I'm reliving, was amazing. I'm reliving the chills right now. Yeah, I know. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, listeners of Dumb All Over, we interviewed Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez in June of last year, when her Twitter mm-hmm. profile page had less than 1,000 people following her. Now yep. she has about 56,000 people following her. And she mm-hmm. is now going to most likely, unless somehow this Republican they've never heard of, which won't happen, um, beats her. She will most likely be in the House of Representatives come November 6th. <laughs> Oh my god. That's so amazing. Twenty eight years old. Oh my god. A former waitress, a democratic socialist, a Bernie backed Demo- uh, justice democrat, brand new Congress Democrat, Alexandria Ocasio Cortez beat uh the fourth highest ranked Democrat in the country, the Democrat that most people don't know about but holds so much fucking power mm-hmm. is the chairman of the New York City Democratic Party. And he lost. Yes, by they, over four thousand uh, votes. <laughs> they they used to call him the King of Queens, which I thought was a bit on the nose. Yeah, but yeah, that's actually really cool. You know, um, but he yeah he was the king. Uh, well, now I'm saying it. Yeah. He was the head of the Queens Democratic there you go. Party yeah. Club or yeah. whatever. Where th- and they pretty much they controlled the elections they controlled in the New elections. York. Yeah, 
and the Democratic and, side. And yeah. Joe Crowley lost. Alexandria Ocasio Cortez won fifty seven point five percent of the votes. That that's not a win. That's a domination. Oh, she kicked his ass. She kicked, she kicked his, his ass. ass. And you know what this says, Austin? And I'll let you go in a, in a second because this is not just like important to you. You were involved in her campaign. So I'm going to let you go in a oh, second. Yeah. But I want to state what I think this is going to do. This mm-hmm. is a sign that this country is fucking done with these corporate Democrats. Yeah, corporate Dems will continue to win all across the country. They will. Mm-hmm. But slowly, yeah. if not quickly now, you're going to start seeing young Democratic socialists like Cortez come out and kick these people's asses because mm-hmm. we're done with this. We're done with these fucking corporate Democrats. We're yeah. done with yeah, them. We're done. And we're done. Yeah. And before you go on your rent, Peter Dow. <laughs> what? Peter what? Peter, Peter Dow supports somebody, her? How? Yeah, somebody, somebody um, kidnapped Peter Dow. Yeah, this is now Peter Dow. And replaced him with a reasonable robot. I think, what was the account? By the way, reasonable robot. <laughs> <laughs> the Sticks this cover band. new cover band. This is yeah. the Sticks cover yes, band. Yes, <laughs> it is Sticks, yes. No, but honestly, all right, so Peter Dow, a Clinton staffer, a Hillary Clinton staffer. If you go on his tweet, uh, on his and twi- John Kerry, that was his and John Kerry. Yeah, if you go on his Twitter and you look at his tweets, you'll see that he's a centrist Democrat. If not, sometimes you might think he's a conservative. And then all of a sudden, I mean, about- his his head even looks like a donut. It does. It it really does. Like that's it, how centrist he is. It really <laughs> does. And I don't know what that is, but that, yeah, I'll, I'll just agree with you. But yeah. if you look at his Twitter uh, over the past couple weeks, he's been saying these progressive. Uh, things and he's all of a sudden retweeting everything from Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez. Joe Crowley was right, endorsed just... by Hillary Clinton. Okay, yeah, so first I'm going to say this. I'm pretty sure one of the guys from Chapo Trap House has kidnapped <laughs> Peter Dow and has commandeered yeah. his Twitter profile. Seriously? What else? Who, and I, what uh, else I is think... it? Give me another explanation. I don't know how else to explain it's it. It's impossible. No, there's no, there's no. I was yeah. looking at this okay. yesterday, and I was like, what the fuck? Yeah. All right, Austin, what does what this mean going? to yeah. you? Let's go. Well, I mean, to me, obviously, it's amazing. It's amazing that... Uh, that she took on the establishment, somebody who raised three times, uh, more than three times yeah, some, the amount yep. of money she did. I mean, he raised over $3 million, and she was in the, like, was it like the 39th? I mean, it wasn't much. <laughs> you barely, like, it was barely any money compared barely to Barely anything, bro. Um, it was, but I've, I talked to those people, those voters in the 14th district, and you could tell many of them were ready for change. Oh, yeah. And they voted for it yesterday. And it's unbelievable. That's a big and change. And not only that, yeah. Now, remember um, remember when we went over uh, political consultants as our bigly topic? I do. Remember what I said the most effective way to win a campaign or win an election is? I do, but go ahead and reiterate it. <laughs> yeah, because he totally doesn't remember. <laughs> <laughs> you got me. I don't remember it at all. I don't remember doing that bigly topic. <laughs> okay. So the um, I do kind of the but God. the most effective way to win a campaign is door to door canvassing. Yes, it is agreed, and that's what she did. She had door to door canvas teams every day for yeah. like four months, yeah. and every Sunday for two like a year and a half. Yeah, or no, every every weekend. Yeah, and maybe even more than probably. That. I can't yeah. How yeah, many yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. But she and talking to some people who live in the 14th district. 
they said that her people were present in the district all over for a yeah. year. Yeah. And Crowley, you only saw his stuff within the last week. Yeah. I, I, that's not surprising. And he doesn't even live there. Really? Is that true? Yeah. He lives in D.C. Oh, my God. Yeah, yeah. I mean. And his kids don't go to school in the 14th district. And his family doesn't live in the 14th district. This guy has been uh, winning this 14th district now for, what, 20 years? Mm-hmm. Because no one ever ran against him, because he's, yeah, he hasn't had he hasn't had a contested primary in fourteen years. Because he's Joe Crowley, he's one of the highest ranked Democrats. He's been in office for a long time, and he, no one mm-hmm. challenged him. And to be honest with you, no one could have beaten him except for Alexandria Ocasio Cortez, because she gave yeah. them something different. She gave them something yeah. a, a real experience. It's I'm going to fight for you, not for yeah. my corporate donors because I don't have any. Joe Crowley cannot say that. that. And she, well, <clears throat> first of all, in one debate that they set up, he didn't even show he up. Didn't he didn't show up. A I remember that, yeah. And then in another debate he had, she kicked his no. ass. Yeah. I mean, she kicked his ass. It, was, it wasn't even close. There is a video so, uh, of her uh, uh, of her. When they like when they oh, came when up with the results, that she won. Yeah, yeah. Um, we we had Ron. We were talking to Ron last night, um, yeah. and he sent us the video. And like you just looked at her face, and there was this amount of shock. And I think I think deep down, I think she knew she was going to win because people responded to her the way that you would imagine somebody would respond to somebody who actually gives a shit. Um, yeah, but there's got to be something in her that said, "I can't believe I just did this." Like, <laughs> that's what I'd be thinking. Yeah. I'd be like, wow. I'd be like, wow. This Can't is I yeah. pulled that off. And and the fact that this is a reliable Democratic district, I'm not going to say guarantees that she's going to win because I never want to say guarantee in today's political climate. You still, if you're listening yeah. from the 14th district, make sure you continue this push and let her kick Anthony Papa's. That's the Republicans uh, that's running against her. His name, uh, okay. kick his ass. Because yeah, it can't yeah. be close. It cannot be close. It's got to be. It, she's got to just walk over him and go into. Go, she's going to Washington, bro. Yeah, I know. I know. And she's gonna. She's gonna be part of that crew that we could potentially grow up with. She's our age. Yeah. <laughs> yeah all right. We don't need to remind people. <laughs> yeah. No. I know. <laughs> that a sitting congresswoman we're, is going to be. We're sitting. Like, we're sitting our in age. our rooms. <laughs> <laughs> talking into a microphone and she's about to head to yeah. Washington DC to make legislation. <laughs> mm-hmm. Anyway, I don't I know she's not listening to this podcast, but um congratulations to everyone who participated in her campaign. It is the most exciting yeah. day that we've had because she was one of our first political guests. She's one of the nicest yep. people that we've ever talked to on the show and in general, mm-hmm. and I couldn't be happier. I could not yeah. be happier. So, so weird. We've interviewed a congresswoman. We, yeah, yeah. I and what, <laughs> when I, nobody else, when nobody else, I know, yeah, would have her on. Yeah, she was on our show. I, I took a chance with her, and it turned out to be a pretty good chance. Now I'm gonna, yeah. I, I'm gonna actively try to get her back <laughs> on the show because we really, we really had so many people dying to come on the show. <laughs> we had to be careful. We still don't. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm going to actively try to get her back on the show. I just don't anticipate that being a thing. I don't think that's yeah. going to happen. But who knows? No. I'll reach out and say, hey, listen, congratulations. Uh, don't forget the little guys because we were there for you, girl. <laughs> um, hold on. I'll, I'll let people. Well, you know what? So, you know, 
if you want to listen to that interview, it's way back, like episode twenty something, twenty two something like that. Yeah, it's a I tweeted it out again. Did you? Very cool. Yeah. So. Uh, so there, there is your bit of good news. There's your bit of good news to end the Trump report. Uh, get yep. ready, Trump, because she is a tough woman, not a nasty woman, mm-hmm. and she will challenge you and every stupid law and bill that you want to try to go past. It's not. It's not going to be easy for you. Not going to be good for you. No. Not going to so, be good for you, Trumpy. Let's take our break. Then we come back. It's your turn. And you will tell us about uh, the Glass-Steagall. Yeah. Welcome back to the Dowcast, which I can finally say with some kind of happiness... Mm. Not yet. Yeah, I'm not even going to yell at you this time. Yeah, yeah. And listen, I do not, by any means, like Peter Dow. I'm not saying I like Peter Dow. However, if he continues speaking like this, I don't dislike him anymore. Just don't be an asshole. Fair enough. So we'll yeah, see. Yeah. We'll see. We'll see. Um, yeah. Without any further ado, we're still drinking the same <laughs> drinks, right? You have the same drink? Yeah, I have the same one. All right. yeah. um, I'm probably going to finish mine, and then I have one more that I, I'll, I'll dip into for our final segment um so without any further ado let us begin this week's bigly topic yes (laughs) is that the music okay i don't know hey we haven't (laughs) we haven't had one of these in a while um well we had one two episodes ago Oh, it well, just wasn't me. It wasn't you, yeah. Okay. No. It was a little bit better. So I've had a nice vacation. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was better. No, totally agree. That was that was amazing. Oh, we didn't even get to talk about that. Where That was another Supreme Court ruling that um, found that California's law that was trying to make sure those crisis pregnancy centers had to tell people that they were religious organizations. The Supreme Court said that's not legal. So There you go. That's another bad Supreme Court thing. Mm-hmm. But that's just update on, you know, a previous bigly topic. Yeah, that is. This week this week our bigly topic is Glass Steagall. Now Austin, and what even is Glass Steagall? Oh, very funny. <laughs> um Hi John. <laughs> and it's not Glass Seagal, the brother of Steven Seagal, who just came <laughs> even with the explosions and the kicking and the horrible acting. It's horrible. It's okay. so bad. Yeah. <laughs> so bad. Now, and he's a creep, isn't he? he, he oh yeah. yeah, he's yeah, and a Trump supporter. Mm. Um, that's what. Now I mean. many people. Now many people have been making comparisons with our current uh, climate here to. Not the actual climate. But I was going to say, it's pretty chilly climate, today. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> to the 1930s, and not in a very good way. So, so not the dancing kind of ways, because no, that was the 20s. No. What was in the yeah. 30s other than bad? Was there any good times in the 30s? Ah, well, let's talk about it. Okay, let's do it. So we're going to talk about something that was actually done right in the 30s. Mm. Sex? The Glass-Steagall Act. Yeah. They probably had <laughs> the some Glass-Steagall awesome Glass- sex back Go then. Ahead. I don't think so. Maybe <laughs> they, that was back when they, they were people. They weren't allowed to get naked back then. <laughs> it was just like in <laughs> pantyhose and, and button downs <laughs> <laughs> through a sheet. <laughs> pantyhose and button downs. My new cover band. Yeah. All right. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right. All right. Here we go. 
All right. So the Glass-Steagall Act was passed by uh, Congress in 1933 as the Banking Act, which prohibited commercial banks from participating in investment banking business. Um, Glass-Steagall was sponsored by Senator Carter Glass, a former Treasury Secretary, and uh, Representative Henry Steagall, okay. a member of the House of Representatives and chairman of the House Banking and Currency Committee. Uh, the act was passed as an emergency measure to counter the failure of almost 5,000 banks during the Great Depression. Ah, okay. Ooh, okay. banks. Sounds familiar. The Glass-Steagall Act's primary objective, objectives were twofold. One, to stop the unprecedented run on banks and restore public confidence in the U.S. banking system. And two, to sever the linkages between commercial and investment banking that were believed to have been responsible for the 1929 market crash. The rationale for seeking the separation was the conflict of interest that arose when banks were engaged in both commercial and investment banking, such as the tendency of banks to engage in excessively speculative activity. Oh, this is all sounding very familiar. It is sounding um, really, like, yeah, no. really familiar. Well, we'll get there. Okay. We'll get I'm there. not rushing. So, all right, all right. I'm not Russian. I'm Italian. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I'm so sorry. I'm taking my time. I'm All gonna, right. I'm gonna. Hey, um, you can't do that. <laughs> you can't do that. Excuse okay. me, excuse me. Wrong. I can do anything I want. Wrong. Uh, so let's. So before we get more into the Glass Steagall Act, let's talk about the difference between a commercial bank and an investment bank. Yes, please. A uh, commercial bank is a type of financial institu institution that accepts deposits, offers checking accounts, makes businesses, um, personal and mortgage loans. And offers basic financial products like uh, CDs, or certificates of deposit, and savings accounts to individual and small businesses. Okay. On the other hand, a commercial bank is where, or I'm sorry, a commercial bank is where most people do their banking, most regular people. Commercial banks make money by, by providing loans and earning interest um, income from those loans. The types of loans a commercial bank can issue vary and may include mortgage, auto loans, business loans, personal loans. And a commercial bank may specialize in just one or a few types of these loans. Um, customer deposits, such as checking accounts, savings accounts, money market accounts, and CDs, provide banks with the capital to make loans. So that's how they get the money to make these loans. Okay. Uh, customers who deposit money into these banks effectively lend their money to the bank and are paid interest. That's why your savings account has, you know, like a return, like a 1% or... But my, you know, my, it, my savings account has no money in it. Is that is, okay? Is that so is that this, is that the same thing, or is that just because I'm poor? It's because you're poor. Oh, okay. But not many people have money in their savings <laughs> account, as we found out with the study that shows that Americans have no savings because you know it's so expensive. Oh, oh, I have no savings. <laughs> now, however, mm -hmm. the interest rate paid by the bank on the money they borrow is less than the rate charge on the money they lend. Oh, screwing you again. Yeah. So that's how they make money. Okay. Now, an investment bank is a financial intermediary that performs a variety of services. They specialize in large and complex financial transactions such as underwriting, acting as an intermediary between securities issuers and the investing public, uh, facilitating mergers and other corporate reorganizations, and acting as a broker or financial advisor for institutional clients. Um, in their major investment banks are... Uh, firms like Barclays, um, Bank of America, Merrill Lynch, Rothschild, hmm. Goldman Sachs, no. Deutsche Bank, J.P. Morgan, Morgan Stanley, so, UBS, Credit Suisse, so they can, Citibank. Yeah, you know they can have so they they can both they can be both then. Oh, hold on, uh, we'll get there. That's hold part on. of it. Okay, okay, okay. Some investment banks specialize in particular industry sectors. 
Um, many investment banks also have retail operations that serve small individual customers. Because investment banks have external clients but also trade with their own accounts, a conflict of interest can occur if the advisory and trading divisions don't maintain their independence, which is called the Chinese Wall, which sounds racist to me. The Chinese Wall? Yeah. I wonder if Trump soon they'll about that. call it the Great Trump Wall. Yeah. yeah no. Don't they have a Chinese Wall? <laughs> it's, a, yeah, it's called exactly, the Great yeah. Wall of China? <laughs> it is. That's why they call it that, because it needs to be there, even though, well... The Great I, Wall of China is a whole different bigly topic. And it's like the stupidest uh, in the creation in mankind because you could just go around it. Ah, stupidest so far. <laughs> <laughs> so far, yeah. Uh, we still got plenty yeah. of time. Well, we did have the pet rock. so I have a pet um, rock. Okay. <laughs> I do. I know. It's from... Investment banks' clients include corporations, pension funds, and other financial institutions, government, and hedge funds. So you can see why this is an issue. Investment banks are already treading a careful line between um, because they have external clients and trade their own accounts. And that is already something that can be, you know, really dangerous if not, if they don't have that Chinese wall that we're talking about. Now, imagine that the money that they gamble with is public money. Okay. And I know what you're thinking. Yeah, that would be bad, but we seem to have a law called Glass-Steagall that's taking care of this problem. Mm-hmm. So why are you wasting my time, Mr. Podcaster? Wrong. I and was I actually tell thinking you, about burritos. Okay. Oh, I had a burrito today. It was very good. I did too. So good. Yeah. It, was, it had chicken and cheese and beef and, and but, not beef, but it had yeah. rice, rice in it and, ch- and more cheese. Well, that, that, that's a burrito. It was really, yeah. it was really good. Yeah. What were we talking about? <laughs> no, I was just saying, but I know the I'm listeners, not so much Tom because he's an idiot, <laughs> um, but I know the listeners are thinking, why are you wasting my time, Mr. Podcaster? And yeah. I would tell you, dear listener, to first stop by Patreon and become a patron at www.patreon.com yes. forward slash dumb all over pod. Because. Uh, but then after you did that, I would tell you, yes, you would have been right in 1998. Okay. Since the act was passed in 1933, it has been attacked and weakened. Mm-hmm. And by the time the Clinton administration came around, it was already on its last legs. Uh, starting in the 1970s, large banks began to push back on the Glass-Steagall Act's regulations, claiming that they were rendering them less competitive against foreign security firms because um, they need more money. Sure. The the argument embraced by Federal Reserve Chairman Alan Greenspan, who coincidentally is an Ayn Rand devotee. Yeah, how about it? Yeah, uh, and who was appointed by President Ronald Reagan in 1987. Uh, his opinion was that if banks were printed to engage in investment strategies, they could increase the return for their banking customers while avoiding risk by diversifying their businesses. Hmm. Oh, okay. Um, yeah, funny how that didn't work out. Yeah, how about Soon, that? several banks began crossing the line once established by the Glass-Steagall Act through loopholes in the act. For example, the act stipulated that while Federal Reserve member bank could not deal in securities, a bank could affiliate with a company that, as long as that company uh, was not engaged principally in such activities. Hmm, Sounds like a loophole. Um, One of the most prominent deals that exploited this loophole was the 1998 merger of uh, banking giant Citicorp with Travelers Insurance, which owned the now defunct investment bank uh, Salomon Smith Barney. That is not even a name. That's not a good name for sure. Yeah. (laughs) Salomon. It sounds biblical almost. It does. Salomon Smith Barney. 
until <laughs> until Barney. Yeah, until Barney. <laughs> <laughs> One year later, President Bill Clinton signed the Financial Services Modernization Act, commonly known as the Graham Leach Bliley. Oh boy, these names today. I did not um, sign that bill. <laughs> yeah. I did not have sexual relations with that legislation. <laughs> <laughs> yes, you did, Bill, and we know it. Okay, uh, but I basically, did. the the Financial Services Modernization Act, or the FSMA, um, <laughs> excuse me, bless you, because <laughs> yeah, tight. <laughs> yeah, it effectively neutralized Glass-Steagall by repealing key components of the act. President Clinton said the legislation would quote. Enhance the stability of our financial services system by permitting financial firms to diversify their product offerings and thus their source of revenue and make financial firms better equipped to compete in global financial markets. Now, we all know what happens next. Just 10 years after that, the country went through the Great Recession, the biggest recession since the 1929 stock market crash that led to the Great Depression, the one that caused Glass-Steagall to be enacted. There you go. Yeah. So economists disagree about how much the repeal of Glass-Steagall had a direct effect on the recession. Um, Joseph Stiglitz wrote in a 2009 opinion piece that by bringing, quote, investment and commercial banks together, the investment bank culture came out on top. There was a demand for the kind of high returns that could be attained only through high leverage and big risk taking. But other economists, including former Treasury Secretary Tim Geithner, argued that a boom in subprime mortgage lending, inflated scores by credit rating agencies, and out-of-control securitization markets were more significant factors than any dismantling of federal regulation. Which, I don't know, that sounds like a weak argument to me. But that's just my opinion. Um, so now I know what you're thinking. Of course, the one time America does something that actually makes some fucking sense, we do our best to tear it down. And in this case, and pretty much any case where there's regulation that prevents the rich from exploiting the rest of America, that is definitely true. But there are some people trying to bring back Glass-Steagall in the cleverly named 21st century Glass-Steagall. <laughs> um, Elizabeth Warren has introduced a bill called the 21st century Glass-Steagall along with Senators Sanders, Gillibrand, King, Cantwell, and McCain. The bill would separate traditional banks that have had savings and checking accounts and are insured by the Federal Deposit Insurance Corporation from riskier financial institutions that offer services such as investment banking, insurance, swaps, dealing, and head funds, and private equity activities. The bill would clarify regulatory interpretations of banking law provisions that undermined the protections under the original Glass-Steagall and would make the, quote, too-big-to-fail institutions smaller and safer, minimizing the likelihood of a government bailout. So... You know, basically the same thing. <laughs> That's the old one. <laughs> now, this is where the surprising part comes in. Okay. So surprisingly, Der Fuhrer Trump has also expressed support during the 2016 campaign for a 21st century Glass-Steagall Act. Really? Yes, but to be fair, he probably thought it was a robotic seagull made of glass and I assume equipped with laser beam eyes that target brown people. <laughs> <laughs> but who knows what goes on in that hollow head of his. Um, unsurprisingly, he has not made a single move to advocate for Glass-Steagall since he was sworn in, and the one member of his team who is advocating for it, Gary Cohen, has already been fired. Oh. So who the fuck knows? There you go. <laughs> yeah. In any case, it would be great to do anything we can to make sure that banks are as boring and marginally profitable as possible, and to make fucking sure they can't gamble away our money like they did in 2008. And that is the Glass-Steagall Act. You know, this does remind me of, like, the housing crisis. 
You know, it's like we have the housing crisis uh, because, yeah. you know, banks are giving loans to pretty much anybody. Everything hits the, the shit hits the fan. And then we mm-hmm. we kind of fix it by saying, oh, OK, you can't do that anymore. And now it's being kind lift- of. Well, you know, to an extent. But yeah. then all those laws were lifted. Or at least most of them are pretty lifted. much, yeah, lately, yeah. yeah. And you know, now what's going to happen now? It just seems like it's a cycle. Like we we do something bad, we fix it, and then we make it bad again. Like why can't we just leave yeah. things fucking okay? We don't need any more things uh, to talk about. <laughs> like you uh, gave yeah. us enough. It's be it's it's because of greed. That's why I know. And, and this country is very good at doing things like that. Apparently. We are very good at being greedy. Yes, yeah. that's true. Disgusting. Disgusting. I'm listening mm. to you to you tell me all this, and I'm like, so we were okay <laughs> until Bill Clinton, and now it's not uh, even a thing? Well, to, to be fair, it wasn't like Bill Clinton just cut it off. Like It had been an attack since the 70s. Right, but he didn't do anything to and, stop it. No, and Reagan uh, was the one who accelerated the attack, and then Bill Clinton was the one who, like, you know... Gave it the final death blow. And Democrats think the the Bill Clinton final death blow. Final death blow would be either a good cover band or a good name for an action movie. Thank you, Austin, (laughs) for that Bickley topic. You're Um, welcome. (laughs) um, And trademark on that movie idea. (laughs) I think you're safe. No one's going to take it. (laughs) No one's going to take it. Uh, Let's take a break. And when we come back, we are bringing back Scary Religious Not Jobs. Um, in a clip Bring that Austin and I back. have only we have only watched four seconds of the clip to know that hey, this is our clip for the day. We'll be right back. Ah, four seconds this is about as long as we usually last. <laughs> <laughs> Hi, everyone. Welcome back to the show. The show of which we've done 75 times and we still don't know what we're doing. <laughs> mm, that's true. Isn't, yeah. Isn't it true? Like, it don't is. you, you know, I remember, I remember when we first started doing the show, we were like, let's give it like a week or like in a month, we'll be really good at it. And we're like 75 episodes in and we're still trash at making podcasts. <laughs> like, what the fuck? What? Is what? How is that possible? Um, I don't know. But hey, I don't know. Isn't that weird? Isn't that weird? Yeah, it is. It is weird. Oh, we're, Should we move on to the next segment? We should move on. Yeah. Okay. Um, well, everybody, before we move on to the segment, it is time to announce the new beer. Now, Austin is a bitch and is only drinking the same beer. Damn. I have moved up in the world. Oh, have you? I have. Okay. I am drinking New Holland Brewing Company. Oh, very special. And it is their Dragon's Milk. Oh. <laughs> it is the semen of the dragon. <laughs> And who knew, but their their semen has 11% ABV. 11%. Austin, look at the camera. Uh, 11%. Okay. I, wow, it's very close, <laughs> but I see it. It is very close. This is, it this is, is bourbon barrel-aged stout. It's Pastor Manning's type of beer. <laughs> it is. Rich. Man, the description doesn't help. Rich, roasty, and creamy. 
with heavy notes of vanilla. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Creamy and vanilla. <laughs> Likely snorey. Um, like to do it at the not, Starbucks. <laughs> <laughs> since you're being a bitch and not drinking a new beer with me, I will do my own cheers. Okay. There you go. Oh, oh. oh shit. <laughs> Careful. Oh, my God. <laughs> That's a little better. <laughs> uh, cheers. God, it is. It's an, it's an interesting beer. It's definitely stronger. A um, little maltier, maybe. Yeah. A little maltier, but yeah. not bad. It's a good it's one. Pretty good. We've had that before. We have. Yeah. Yes, we have. That's how I knew about That's it. That's how I knew. And it was on sale at, it was on sale at Weiss for like $3. Oh, I know, which means it's not coming back, so enjoy it. It's not coming back, yeah. I think um, I think Hannah, I'm okay if it doesn't. I think Hannah Pribble was the one who told us about that. Oh, uh, the Dragon's Milk? Yeah, because oh, it comes from Michigan. Well, thank you, Hannah. Yeah, appreciate it. Uh, okay, um, it's been a long time since we've done this segment. I feel like it's been probably a month, mm, maybe, maybe more. Maybe more. Yeah, it feels like a long yeah, time. So uh, uh, because the last time we were going to do it, we got interrupted by uh, alt right Jesus. <sighs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we'll just leave it at that. <laughs> we'll just leave it at that. Uh, so now, welcome back. Our segment, our one of our favorite segments, Scary Religious Nut Jobs. Well, we do have a special clip <laughs> for everybody. Now, uh, Austin and I have only listened to the first four seconds of this clip so far. So we actually don't know exactly if it's a good clip or not. It's just the very beginning <laughs> that got our attention. Um, it is Coach Dave Dobbenmeyer, or uh, as certain podcasts would say, Coach, not Coach Dave Dobbenmeyer. Oh, I wonder who those I could be. Say, <laughs> I will not say which members of Cognitive Dissonance that is. <laughs> All right, so... Um, yeah, let's go ahead and uh, welcome back the Scary Religious Nutjob segment with uh, good old Coach Dave. Oh, did we say where we got the video from? Right Wing Watch. <laughs> <laughs> Ron is no, right but... again. Yeah, yeah. All right, All right so here we go. Uh, Dave Dobbenmeyer says we have to blah, 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 something, something. And um, just there's a lot of something, something. Just take, just take a listen carefully. This is not a time to not be listening, okay? So everybody pay attention. Here we go. Male butt sex is not convenient. <laughs> I hope you were listening. Now, okay, for those who who say to us that we're unfair to the Christians and stuff like that, we should make fun of more people, which, you know, we, we get those comments once in a while. Mm, once in a while, um, yeah. Well, here's the thing. When you got people who like Dave Dobbenmeyer, who start off these segments by saying things like that, how do you not want us to make fun of that? <laughs> like, that'd be a crime not to make fun of that. Also, not true. <laughs> also not true, because there's an app called Grinder, and you can literally go on Grinder right now, make an account in less than a minute, and all of a sudden you got butt sex. So don't tell me it's not convenient. <laughs> and I'd like to know, like, is female butt sex more convenient you know i don't yeah I don't he understand. has this weird fascination with butt sex or butt in butt play in general just butts mm. in general like i don't well not, I don't, not as much as pastor manny he no 
definitely enjoys the posterior more than I, any pastor I, I know. I wonder well how how ones. <laughs> I wonder how gay Dave Dobbenmeyer is. It's not a question of if he's gay or not. It's how gay is he? Because there's yeah, some, like on a like on a scale from Liberace to Mike Pence. <laughs> He's pro. Oh, wow, that's a scale right there. Uh, <laughs> he's like Pensaracci. <laughs> he's like Ooh. he's like Pensaracci like Italian Mer- dish. <laughs> Pensaracci Mercury. <laughs> nice. Okay. Um, I'm sorry, Dave. Elmer, he looks very fruitless. serious. Let's see what else he has to say. Okay. Now, sorry. I, sorry. I made this commitment. I don't know how long I'm going to stay up and running because I'm I'm doubling down, and I'll just. Tell you some of you softy old old Christians out there, holier than thou Christians. Let me tell you something. We have got to re-stigmatize homosexuality. <laughs> Alright, I'm sorry. <laughs> it was the, it's the graphic that pops up. It just says yeah, Mel Butt Sex is now convenient. <laughs> it's like it's a public service announcement. Yeah, it's it's like attention, everyone, ladies and gentlemen. Butt sex is uh, not convenient. <laughs> what the fuck male is butt this? Sex, um, we're male, not talking about sorry. lady butt sex. Yeah. You know what? You're right. He he never specifies, and this time at least he's specifying that like, hey, it's male butt sex that I'm not into, or that I think should and be. I, um, yeah, but the thing is, I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure any butt play is sodomy, according to the Bible. Well, yeah, and he's sure. probably... And I'm pretty sure any oral play is also sodomy, according to the Bible. Is that true? I think so. I don't know. I have to uh, listen to I the know way mas- I know, on it again. I, I know masturbation is. Yeah, you would and he's been against, And he's been against that several times. He's talked about <laughs> well, he that. he calls that gay sex. <laughs> He thinks he it, yeah. is he, gay sex. Yeah. He, he thinks it's gay sex. Yeah, he thinks that like you play with yourself, you're playing with a male organ that makes you gay. Like what? <laughs> okay. Very, so okay. what? Like, like that means every not, single person is gay in the world because I, I there's not one person in the world that doesn't masturbate or hasn't at one point in their time. Yeah, so that means if, everyone's gay. But even if you didn't, like, even if you were this mythical person that doesn't exist, mm-hmm. you still have to touch it. Like you do. Yeah. Like it is required in yeah. daily yeah, activities yeah. that aren't the fun ones. Uh-huh. Uh, okay. <laughs> okay. Sure. Like, yeah, like peeing. <laughs> okay. Yeah. I had to think about or it for like, a second. Like, like, how could you take about? a shower? I guess you technically I, you could, but. Not really. You're not, not really. going to be very it's clean. A, I'm just and saying. That's not, and that's not, not just penises. That's also like for women, vaginas. If you yeah. touch yourself, if you touch your own vagina, that makes you gay. It makes you a lesbian. So that mm. means every single person in the world is gay. Yeah. Uh, uh, well, I've been saying that for years now. <laughs> 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 no, but it's, it's weird that he. Um, but he doesn't talk about the women, though. He doesn't really mind that, it seems like. No, because he's gay. Yeah. Because he's yeah, gay. Just, yeah, just come out, Dave. It's okay. And, yeah, and we stop... We don't bite, unless you wearing, ask nicely. Stop wearing that stupid fucking hat, man. <laughs> yeah. There's so many things I despise about this man. It's his hat that gets me mostly ticked off. <laughs> he's wearing like a baseball that. cap with a fucking cross on it. <laughs> like, what is that? In an abandoned soccer stadium. In an abandoned soccer stadium. First of all, <laughs> isn't soccer like against Republicans' ideology? Aren't they against? Isn't it like a communist sport or something like that? 
It's a gay sport, maybe. I don't know. I guess. I guess. You think that... Let him finish. You think his cross is red because he wants it to be on fire? Oh, good question. I don't know. But Hang on, Vince. We have got to take the behavior and make the behavior front and center. Loving the issue. I love a lot of people I don't have sex with. I love a lot of people I don't have sex with. The homosexual men (laughs) insert their penis in the rectum of another man. Think about that. (laughs) Okay. Okay, I will. As a matter of fact, let me quickly Google what that looks like. Oh, Tom, we don't have time. Hub. Oh, wait. Oh, it's you. Yeah, I guess we have time for that. Okay, go ahead. I mean, I like how he's describing the act of gay sex or sex in general. Yes, you insert a penis into a butthole. That is what happens with sex, anal, with anal sex. Thank you, Dave. Well, Tom, Thank you that's not so very much. Convenient. <laughs> yeah, it's no, it's not convenient at all. You have to, you have to pull the pants down, and and yeah, that's it. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, nope. that's about it. Yeah, that's less clothes it. would make yeah. it more convenient. Okay, well, we solved your problem, Dave. This, this, there you go. Easy. Done. But yeah, in boom. his case, in his case, Done. more clothes, more clothes. In his case, please cover up. Everything, your face, cover everything, your hands. Everything. He needs to wear like a burka. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. The Dobbin Meyer yeah. burka. Yeah, I like it. <laughs> yeah. just be It'll be a, a white hood. <laughs> what? It's a white. Yeah, yeah, with a baseball a cap over. <laughs> oh yeah. Oh my god, that's amazing. Now it's all I can think about is a KKK yeah. member with Dave Dobbin hat on. <laughs> it's like I wonder which one's Dave. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's the one having butt sex with the other one. <laughs> All right, here we go. Think about that. Whoa. That is what they do. When you walk into Wendy's Whoa. and you go to the bathroom before you get your hamburger, there's this. Okay, this is going in a place I did not expect. <laughs> Every Dave Dobmar clip is perfect. <laughs> All right, but uh, let's let him finish. Uh, Wendy's, bathroom. Uh, just ordered a hamburger. <laughs> now what? <laughs> this is very specific, I have to say. It's, uh, this is coming from personal experience. Yeah. Something happened. The sign that says all employees must wash their hands before returning to work. Why is that? Because. No, because <laughs> it, uh, whatever he's going to say is going to be really stupid. I'm just gonna say, like, <laughs> like there's okay. Well, let me let me say this, Dave Doppelmeyer. There are non butt sex reasons to wash your hands. Oh my god, I'm so curious to see how he ties this together. How do you go from butt it sex is dirty down there, right? So it's not Timmy and Billy with a garden. That's not what it's about. It's about a diabolical, demonic activity that is eating our young children. And I'm going to be on the forefront of, of re-stigmatizing what it is that they do. And if you don't like it, go watch something else. Lord. <laughs> wow. He just turned it into... I did not see that coming. He just said the reason why <laughs> the reason why male butt sex is bad because it's dirty down there. 
Well, no, that's that's why employees have to wash their hands at Wendy's where you order hamburgers. Oh my god, I am, I am, I am not drunk enough for this. That was amazing. Oh, that that was, was so fucking funny. That might be one of my favorite videos ever. It might be. I didn't expect more, this short yeah, More clip than the to... keyboard cat. Oh, that was yeah, amazing. Yeah, just about. It's about even with the keyboard cat. That was fucking, that was gold. And then, then that weird one where the keyboard cat has butt sex with the Wendy's employee. <laughs> <laughs> and didn't now, you wash know, their hands. Shame on you, keyboard cat. The, the, the funny thing is, okay, you take the, <laughs> oh, the you take... You take the male butt out of this equation, and you just have like a woman's vagina, right? It's still yeah. a penis. It's still dirty. How come that's not bad? All right, Tom. I have this. I'm going to tell sorry, you I'm sorry. I'm trying to reason. I'm trying to reason. I, I can't. I I, I... No, it's inconvenient. Let me tell you why. So let's say it's, I don't know, a Thursday during, I don't know, last week and around... <laughs> 4.07 p.m., you're going down to the local Wendy's, and let's say hypothetically you order yourself, I don't know, a number two with uh, no, no, come on. extra come on, salt let, on the fries. And, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold okay, on. Okay, and a Frosty. Let, you, and, you and I, go. we have one Wendy's experience. No, no, Remember we're not going to talk about is? that. No, 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 Tom, I'm speaking in hypotheticals, okay? No, 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 no. No, this is hypothetical. This so, is hypothetical. So, yeah, so after after you order... The Baconator. Your, you, after you order your Baconator with there extra cheese yes. and an extra large fry... Oh, I just came. <laughs> <laughs> you hypothetically check your phone, and your grinder account has two messages, and you go into the bathroom, and hypothetically you meet a guy named David in there, <laughs> and... <laughs> <laughs> okay. Okay. Go on. Decovney. I'm thinking Decovney. Uh, I was thinking Dobbermeyer, but that's okay. Um, oh, no. No, no, no. <laughs> and then after Tom, you have to wash your hands, and that's why the wash your hand sign is there because of that totally hypothetical situation that I just made up. Yeah. <laughs> that made the silly part about that is that made more sense. I would wash I my hands after hard, meeting Dave Dobbermeyer. It's hard to make less sense. I mean, but that 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 uh, hypothetical that he was talking about that was that totally happened to him. That was Some, definitely personal experience. That was so <laughs> specific. He even goes in yeah. and says what item you ordered. Yeah, he's like after you ordered a hamburger, it could have been anything. Yeah. Wendy's has chili. They have fries. They have salads. But he said a hamburger. <laughs> All right, this is not this is not a free ad for Wendy's today. But Wendy's, we're looking to sell out, so anytime you want. I don't actually mm-hmm. eat Wendy's. I don't eat any fast food, but I I take your money. <laughs> That's Gladly. fine. I'm not I'm not Alexandria Ocasio Cortez. I have no soul. <laughs> I will take your money. Give me yes. your money. Uh, okay. Thank I'll you for make that. Butt sex convenient. <laughs> <laughs> My new slogan. <laughs> Tom 2020, making butt sex convenient again. <laughs> oh, male, male butt sex. Making I'm sorry, male butt, male sex, butt sex. Sorry, sorry. Because women butt sex, Making male butt sex happen. convenient again. Oh, God, M- Dave. M-B-S-C-A. Um. All right. That's that's quite enough from Dave that Dobbenmeyer. Enough? You've had enough of Dave Dobbenmeyer. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I had. I've had enough. <laughs> I've had enough. That was good, though. That was very good. Thank you. 
Thank you. Uh, Male butt sex is not convenient. <laughs> if you ever, Parting if words you ever, Dave Dalbemeyer. If you ever decide to get your soundboard up, can you add that? Oh, I definitely will. Nah. You got to get that soundboard up. I miss I it. I know. I know. It'll just be Stop difficult because you wouldn't be able to hear it. Oh. But uh, I'll try. I'll, I'll see what I can figure out. That is true. All right. Let's uh, All right. take our final break of the day. And uh, when we come back, we will have our final thoughts. And we're back. We are. Thank you for listening to this lovely, lovely episode. Mm. Uh, mm. I'm all over. <laughs> <laughs> and it is time to end this big dumb show. Yes, finally. Austin, 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 what are your final thoughts for episode number 75? Um, well, we finally fucking did it. We sent probably the most progressive candidate running to congress yeah you know, barring unforeseen yeah. circumstances um, yeah unforeseen is is exactly right yeah uh that's amazing and of course that you know great bit of news is sandwiched by all of the horrible horrible things that happened which is so mostly from the supreme court <laughs> yeah man yeah it's, a, it's so unfortunate i really was like there there were things that happened this week but i i chose not to cover those about Trump because I wanted this to be all about the the success the progressives had last night. It was a huge but, night for progressives. But unfortunately, <sighs> nah. Nah. Um but yes, congratulations Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez. You yes. ran an amazing campaign. Congratulations yes. Ben Jealous. You also ran an amazing campaign. Mm-hmm. It was a great night for progressives. Uh the great night, yep. the donut crowd on Twitter is having a meltdown and that always makes me laugh. Yeah. Um, Peter Dow will spare you for one more week. So keep up the half decent work, I guess. I don't know. And uh, I don't. I don't know what's going on with him. But yeah, please. Or 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 the more likely scenario, uh, Chapo guys continue tweeting from his account. That's really funny. Yeah, I'm um, not going to tell you to release him. I'm not no. going to do that. <laughs> no. I'm not and do that. Um, I hope everybody is uh, a little annoyed now that we don't have Glass Steagall anymore. Yeah, uh, a little that bit. Was, that was the goal of that segment to get you all mad, which is the goal of that segment most of the time. <laughs> it worked. It worked, you <laughs> yeah, asshole. It, us- it usually does, yeah. I'll get people all riled up. I'm like the president, but with a heart. <laughs> 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 true. Very true. Uh, and I think that's it. Uh, when I was, uh, it was a little rambly, but yeah, I think that's all I got. That's okay. That's okay. Well, that's what the closing thoughts is. It's, it's mm. supposed to be rambly. Yeah. Um, similar for me. Congratulations, Alexandria amazing story i'm so i'm very happy i'm just upset at the same time that we just couldn't that we just could not enjoy make it? that the only story yeah, yeah, yeah. we could mm. heartily enjoy it yep, but uh we we celebrated last night we we had a few drinks and uh talked about some uh you know romantic date what i mean <laughs> <laughs> i knew it i knew that's where you were going with that uh, no, we talked. We talked about some. We are well, one state apart, I guess. Yeah, and well, two Pennsylvania, if you count going through New Jersey, which you do have to do. So it's like two, mm-hmm. yeah, two <laughs> yeah. states apart. Yeah, but uh, anyway, yeah, that's it. 
It's just uh, unfortunate news in the Supreme Court. We'll, we'll, I'm looking forward to seeing what happens. Hopefully the Democrats uh, mm, I don't know if manage. looking forward is the right phrase that I would use. I, I, yeah. I am watching with apprehension, I think, is the phrase sure. I'm going to use. Uh, you're, extreme you're better, apprehension. You got me. <gasps> oh, extreme apprehension. <laughs> That's a good one. That's my Manchester Orchestra cover band. Yeah. Okay, he lost me there. Um, yeah. Okay. <laughs> Another fake band. Just kidding. Just kidding. I actually know who they are, and they're really good. So, Oh, by the <laughs> way, I, yes, I've, I've listened to this week's um, Two Skeptical Chaps, who, hey, are also on our network, so yes. everybody well, should you, listen. Of course you listen to them. You edit their show. Oh, no. I didn't. I haven't edited the last two. That's, uh, oh, okay. that's been okay. Spike. Yeah. No. Okay. Um, but yeah. <laughs> I remember their guest, which is Metal Ollie, said... So it was funny because he said something about like um, these kind of rednecky people. Is like, well, they're probably not from Birmingham, which in England is a very upper class place. Oh, but in America, <laughs> they probably would be from Birmingham because that's in Alabama. <laughs> that's in Alabama. <laughs> that's good. So sorry, Metal really Ollie, but I think you were wrong about that. They could yeah. be from. It depends. Birmingham. Yeah, you got to get the context. Where yeah. is the Birmingham? Yeah, exactly. Because you know, there's also a Naples in the U.S. There's a mm-hmm. Naples, Florida, and there's a there's a Venice in California, and there's, there's a Drums, a Ro- Pennsylvania. So what the fuck is that all about? There, there's a Rome. Okay, there's a Rome, Georgia, and there's a Jersey Shore, Pennsylvania, and that's and not a joke. And there's Long Island City in Queens. <laughs> yeah, it's so it's so what weird. Is, what is happening? I remember when and I was a driving Williamsburg in Brooklyn. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. I was driving through, uh, going to Penn State, and um, we drove by Jersey Shore, and I was like, "What? What the? F-? It was in the middle of the mountains. The town has like 14 people living in it, and I was like, "What is this?" Jersey Shore. Like, why the fuck would you call it Jersey Shore? Just to get people like who Google Jersey Shore to maybe go there by accident? Oh, I'm going to start my own reality show at the Pennsylvania Jersey Shore. Yeah. Oh, that'd be so funny. A bunch of Amish people. Bunch of Amish. Yeah, maybe it'll just be a bunch of intellectuals debating about... um, Really That's so topics. fucking boring. <laughs> That's so boring. We have Fox well, then, for that. Well, then after. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. Okay. I'll give you that. You win that bit of snark on that I round. Win. Yeah. I win. Um, okay. That's all I have. That's all I have. Uh, all right. So, fair enough. So, for the time being, you can check out our podcast on blogtalkradio.com forward slash dumballoverpod. We are on iTunes at dumballoverpod. Uh, cast. you got to probably type the cast in. I, 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 I don't know what happens if you don't, actually. I've never tried it. Um, <laughs> we are on the Twitter, on the Facebook, on the Instagram. Uh, we are on Reddit. We're on Stitcher, iHeartRadio. Wherever you want us to be, we are there. We're there. We're there, baby. And, We're there. And we are also newly on Discord. We are. Yeah, apparently. We're on Discord. And I don't know what that means or how that means, but look up Dumb All Over Pod. I don't know how to search. I still haven't figured it out myself, but we're there. So you can join us. No. We're also on Twitch. And the reason why I'm bringing that up and the the name of our Twitch is Dumb All Over Podcast is because when the midterms come around, we are going live on Twitch. 
Austin and I, for the entire day. Mm-hmm. So if you have a Twitch account, go to Twitch, find Dumble Over Podcast, and follow us. That way you can get the notification when we do go live. We'll be letting people know way ahead of time because uh, it's a planned event. But that's kind of a little bit of a, of news for us. We are definitely going to go live. I'm oh, actually yeah. most likely going to visit you in New York. Yeah, where, come on up. Where we're gonna we're, we're gonna do a, pretty much a, an all day stream, which is going to be interesting <laughs> and it's going to be and, very interesting. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, so definitely, I, I hope you I hope you check us out there. That'll be a lot of fun. Um, and then, do you, if you are a podcaster or you are part of a podcast team, check out our network, uh, Famous Original Podcast Network, or FOPNet, by going to fopnet.biz. Uh, check out uh, our network, and you can see all the, the shows that are a part of it. We are actually growing quite quickly. We have quite mm-hmm. a few people coming out and joining us, which is really exciting. Um, and we, we have some really amazing podcasts on that show. And if you want to mm-hmm. be a part of it, you can register, and uh, we would love to have you, as long as you're not scummy or a bad podcast. Yeah. yeah, It can't be any worse than ours. If you're worse than ours, you can't come on, because this is a bottom no. barrel, so you can't do that. Okay? But the fopnet.biz, the website is under construction, but uh, it'll be done eventually. Probably not. Mm-hmm. It'll always never be done. Um, <laughs> uh, leave us a review on iTunes and a comment uh, if you want. Five stars is the only acceptable option. God damn all it. others will all others will be deleted. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> deleted. Uh, they're not going to be deleted. No, they won't be deleted. They just just don't do it, so we don't have to go through that. Uh, that's all I got. I don't think we have the power to delete them, even though it'd be nice. They, they don't know that. <laughs> oh, right. Anyway, um, yeah, that's it. We're uh, we're done for now. We have twenty five episodes left until the one hundredth episode, which is interesting. Oh, unbelievable. Nah. Did you ever think that you would be a podcaster of a hundred episodes? No. Yeah. I never knew. I'd, I never thought I'd be a podcaster. <laughs> never, never. Yeah, my, I, bet never you, I bet you didn't. <laughs> I didn't even know what a fucking podcast was a year and a half ago. <laughs> oh man! Now it's amazing how it's consumed my life. I just listen to podcasts all day now. So that's that. what we do. What we do. That's what we do. That's what we do. All right. Thank you for listening. Hopefully, you come back next week. That'd be nice. That'd be really <laughs> nice, actually. Yeah, that'd be very nice. Yes, please come back. Stay tuned. There might be some changes coming uh, your way in the next week or so. So uh, keep an eye out for that. We will definitely do our part to let you know what those changes are. But, uh, oh, and of course, Patreon. I forgot mm. about Patreon. Don't ask how me how I you forgot. forget about Patreon? I, I don't oh know. I don't know. Hey, if you have that really annoying habit of having too much money in your bank account, you can go to patreon.com forward slash dumballoverpod and give it to us. Because if you listen to the show, I said I have no money in my savings account. That wasn't a joke. I have no money in my savings account. I'm broke. And I need money. Because I'm a daytime alcoholic, apparently. So I need alcohol. That's <laughs> so sad. That's such a sad pitch. Uh, yeah, no. it's very but, sad, yeah. But in all seriousness, if you like our show and you want to support the show and help us continue to grow the show, go to patreon.com forward slash dumballoverpod and uh, check out all the rewards and see which one you like best. 
You get a lot of crap if you if in a good way. Eh. Mm, okay, <laughs> yeah, fair enough. Sometimes, depending Sometimes. on what you on what you choose. Yeah, that's true. Um, yeah, I'm done talking. All I'm right. Tired. Well, thank you, listeners, for another week okay. of political news. And uh, what? Why are you thanking them for the political news? Because they need consoling <laughs> after this week. <laughs> Called you out, bitch. <laughs> all right. All right. Thank you, everybody who's not Tom, for being a better person than him. Um, I know it's not very difficult, but you did it anyway. So congratulations for yeah, that. Congrats. I'm. And uh, we will. I'm grateful. We will speak into your ear holes again next week. Yes, we will. Uh, consensually, hopefully. And, uh, oh, no, okay. <laughs> no, we'll be blackmailing him with that later. Uh, <laughs> and hope everybody has a good week. Um, I don't know if that's possible in this country, but uh, good luck with that. And we'll be back next week. We will. <laughs>